0: Roderick on the Line is unabashedly sponsored by Igloo Software, a digital workplace that helps you work better with other people. Sign up for a free 30-day trial at igloosoftware.com slash findyourduck.
1: Hello. Hi, John. Hi, Merlin. How's it going? Well,
2: I, uh, I woke up this morning. I went downstairs. You know, I, you and I pushed back the beginning of our podcast as a matter of routine. As you do. But I always assume that you are pushing back the the start time because you have many things to do mm. in the morning. You have to get some hot dogs. You have to go mm-hmm. to the post office. Walgreens. Walgreens. You have to go to Walgreens. I am always pushing it back because I'm still asleep and I look <laughs> at my phone and I go, oh God, it's time to do it. I push back, push back. So this morning I went downstairs. I made a pot of coffee. I realized I didn't have any cream. Mm. And so I had to use vanilla ice cream. <laughs> And as as good as that sounds, I don't like to start my day with a with vanilla ice cream in my coffee.
1: That's 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 nice as an option when it comes up and you're in the mood. But I mean, that's like having to eat popcorn for breakfast.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. I don't, I'm I'm not celebrating this.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, it's, uh, there's a vanilla taste now to my coffee, and that is a little, little bit like like sissy coffee. Sissy
1: coffee, and it's. It screws up your coffee workflow because you're introducing... Well, I don't have to tell you this. You're mm. living it. Mm-hmm. You're introducing uh, a whole new level of uh, temperature and flavor and texture. Uh-huh. And did yeah, There's you, a greasy texture now, too. Oh, it? absolutely. That's the xanthan gum talking. <laughs> and did you, um, did you make your coffee any differently? I'm guessing you made your... You make great coffee. Um, did That's you make it any really. different? Thank you. No, seriously. You, it's amazing how fast you can make it. And so... Mm. Did you did you did you realize at the time that you were going to have to use the ice cream? Did you? Plan no, I, that's that? the thing. I did not prepare. It was already to, done. It was hot and in the pot, ready to drink.
2: Yeah, I didn't prepare the coffee in any way. I don't even know how I would have done that. So you had a clock running. I did. I was like, coffee's going. Mm-hmm. Got the. I'm ready. I'm. I mean, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put some clothes on out of respect to for our listeners. Oh. And um and out of respect for you, Merlin. Thank you. And, uh, and then I got some clothes on and I got, and I got that, that, my, my mug of coffee, which says spotting Munchen on it. And I, and I, and it was all full of coffee and I go, oh, there's no cream. And I mean, I can drink black coffee, but it's not, that's not how I prefer it. And so ice cream. And I don't, I, you know, if I, I think if I had, if I had not been so sleepy, if I'd had a second to think about it, I would have said, I would have foregone the ice cream and just had black coffee, but I made a snap
1: decision. It's all, it's, all, it's, gum. it's all about. Ugh, yeah, cause it yeah. starts with an X. That's yeah. no way to start your morning. X is a, a post noon letter. Yeah, I, we
2: had a, actually we had a, kind of a, a white funk band called Xanthan Gum mm. in the in the mid nineties, but it never took. They off. were white, huh? Well, I was in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What'd you play?
2: I don't remember. <laughs>
1: No. I, I, I think there's something to this though, John. And it's, it's about expectations. Like mm-hmm. for me, once that coffee, the reason I ask you if there's a clock running is like to me, once that coffee has dripped and it's going Yeah. personally, I'm in a different state of mind. Like no matter how tired I am on some level, if I get up and the first thing I realize is I don't have cream uh, half and half in my case, like that is going to factor slightly into it like you can't walk to your 7-eleven where the junkies are you you would have to get in a hoopty and drive there right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but but still i mean you might from the outset say well i need to make some different decisions maybe i should have a very strong tea well maybe
2: i should have maybe i should live in a different place because there is a bodega two blocks from my house is it licensed it's a licensed bodega and i walked in there uh, the first week i lived here and um there was a Korean kid sitting behind the, c- the counter playing a video game. And I said, uh, Where's your half and half? And he looked up and said, What's half and half? Oh, Jesus Christ. And they literally don't have half and half there because it's one of those bodegas that sells Fago menthol cigarettes. <laughs> And lottery tickets <laughs> and lottery tickets and like 75 different kinds of malt liquor and I'm it's like, really
1: more of a juggalade bodega. You,
2: you can't have the juggalo you, bodega you can't have milk one one milk in here that isn't flavored with strawberry quick and he's like listen man i just my folks on this place i'm just i'm just waiting to get out
1: john you know me i don't like to work ping pong but I'm just saying that's this. This sounds like something from from a rejected Spike Lee movie. You got you got you're in the uh, you're in the African American. Well, you're in a very diverse part of town. To, to put it factually, right? You're the only white person in the entire part of your county. Is that correct? <laughs> no, in fact, my county. Aren't you Aren't you in a desperately, ridiculously, insanely, impossibly diverse neighborhood? It is. It
2: is literally. And you know how I don't misuse <laughs> no, that word. Never. It is literally the most diverse county in America. Which means, which means that. That there are just as many white people here as there are South Pacific Islanders or uh, Native Americans or any, any group you could care to name. There, there is an equal number uh, of, the, of that group demographically
1: in my and, – and that, and, that, and that bears out even on my block. So you take Westchester County as a, as a New York, as a, as a pie graph, <laughs> and that's going to be – there's going to be probably a pretty big white piece. There's are
2: eighty percent white people, twenty uh, percent Jews, mm-hmm. and and point three percent other. Just for my card, just for County.
1: my card, you break out the the Jewry. Mm. You break them out in a pie graph. I th- I don't have a problem with it at all. Do you do Sephardic well, uh, versus you, Ashkenazi? You
2: know, I think they would do that in Westchester County just to give the appearance of diversity.
1: Here in Seattle, I
2: don't mm-hmm. think you.
1: I don't think you don't need that. Jews you don't need that a, Does it look like a clock? I mean, are there like uh, perhaps twelve slices? I mean, I guess there are. I mean, they're That's probably right. not. Is that right?
2: Because you know the West Coast is a is a very diverse area in the in the first place because we have had numerous uh, waves of migration from not only from Europe et cetera but from from Asia and points beyond. We got uh, uh, got sushi first here. That's right. We have the best Thai food in America here in Seattle. Uh, so, but but there's also I mean I think you I think they actually break this pie graph here down into like okay you know these are the Tongans. And these are the Samoans, and the, and, and we're, we're, we're registering them registering That might separately. all be the same slice of pie in a lot of places. In a lot of places, you would – South Pacific Islanders would not even rate a slice of the pie. They would be lumped in
1: with other, but here they're – Well, think how mess- long it's been that uh, – you remember – this is actually, I think, becoming kind of a thing, especially with voting and so forth, but, you know, in census. But it used to be for the longest time, uh, when you had to check off that little box, it was either white, black, or uh, was it – it was white or – Hispanic or Black, non-Hispanic, and then I think maybe they introduced Asian later. I think Asian was a form of Black for a long time. Nowadays, you Probably. know, oh, I don't, I, you know, I don't remember exactly. It's been a long time, but I'm just saying, like, now you go down by where Scott Simpson lives. That part of that part of uh, the the peninsula, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, you would need to break down the Pacific Islands in some very specific ways. Mm-hmm. There, there, I think, I think there's a lot of Samoan people, especially at the food court, mm-hmm. and uh, there's there's uh, there's a uh, there's a Filipino fast food place there. That's right, mm-hmm. Philippine Filipino, Filipino, Filipina, but you okay. can say
2: I think Filipino is the overall overarching term.
1: Well, as you know, I've, I've traveled extensively. I've been to at least six states and three mm-hmm. countries, and uh, mm-hmm. I know when I was in Hawaii, I was completely baffled. I ate all the food seemed like a joke on the white guy. I didn't shave ice was the <laughs> only thing. I don't. You I didn't never like s- the fried spam. Oh, man. Fr- fried Spam, like on the face of it, sounds like a pretty good deal. Sure. There's a lot of joke foods in Hawaii, as you know. Uh, they that keep the good food for the locals, you know. Is that right? Oh, is, yeah. Was that your sense? Oh, are you kidding me? Look, those folks are pretty big. They're eating some pretty big ribeyes. Poi, really? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Here, have some taro root <laughs> with your black coffee. And this is my question to you, John Roderick. Yes. Now, you're in a working neighborhood. These are These are people, apart from yourself, who work for a living. What right. are they drinking in the morning or taking? in the morning that's helping them get through the day? How are hmm. how are there not more people that need half and half for their coffee? That is a really good question. It I, I think this to gets to a very Roderick on the line type question here because, you know, as you've taught us so many times in the past, you can tell a lot about a location, right? Yeah, are are right. there hills? Are there rivers? We could see Boston was laid out by cows it's and never, so forth. It, it
2: has never occurred to me, and now I'm wondering whether my neighbors aren't all putting – Vanilla ice cream in their coffee, and I have just, like, crossed over some invisible line. I'm now—I've be- I've just become a local.
1: Huh. And, and, and just in as much as you can recall or say, do you remember if there is uh, a frozen area inside of the lottery store, let alone a, a vanilla ice cream section? Do they have frozen goods there?
2: They do, but they're all in the um, ice cream sandwich and uh, popsicle variety. I don't think they have—I don't think you can buy a carton of ice cream there. Mm. Well, that's a goddamn tragedy. So I mean, yeah, is there? It, it really is, and you know, this store is yeah. perfectly sugar. It's... They sell sugar. I bet they sell sugar. Well, there's sugar and everything, but I don't think they have any. I don't think they have any staples. I don't think you could go buy a bag of flour. Hmm. I mean, I think you could buy a bag of flour.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, out, out front, out front. Of He's the... going to pause his game and uh, help you with the flour. Or say mm, saying out front. Yeah, I'm saying out front of the store. But I
2: mean, well, you know, I, I walk hmm. into this store and I look around and I think. Wow, wouldn't it be great if there was like a little rack of artisanal cheese and some and, a, and an
1: olive case. Not all the cheese, just like and, three or four nice cheeses.
2: Yeah, and then and then some some local wines mm-hmm. and uh you know and a little hand picked produce and this kid would put his video game down and he had a white apron on and he was like, "Hello, you know. May I welcome to Kim's. May I help you?" Oh, and, maybe, I, I and, and
1: Kim could Kim could cut you off. Uh, maybe like what's it called, P- pied-a-terre, Maybe some kind of like a like a like a pate, a local artisanal pate.
2: Yeah, or, or you know, he would. I'd walk in and he'd hand me a little paper cup with a toothpick sticking in some kind of uh, some kind of little like chopped fish or whatever, and say like, "Oh, right. would you like to try our, our kimchi of the day?" And I'd be like, "Oh, hooray!" But in fact, no, it's just it's a bunch of donks parked out front, <laughs> and everybody's like coming and going. uh... Uh, just buying Juggalo foods.
1: <laughs> well, the reason I the reason I bring it up is yeah. is as you've said, it used to be that there were correlations we could draw in this country. There were Venn diagrams that we could draw in our sleep, right? Correct. It, there was a the Venn diagram between scrimshaw and tattoos was once I think mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of integrity to that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so 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 I mean the thing is is supply to band right this is this is basic uh, I think this is uh, Howard Friedman Milton 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 Burl whoever whoever the economist <laughs> the, is the, the great economist Milton Burl <laughs> great economist he'd take out just enough to beat you and so and it was, so it was Thorstein Veblen Thorstein Veblen. Hmm. Thorstein Veblen is that a Pacific Islander to your knowledge Thorstein Veblen
0: that sounds that no. sounds
1: like a, like a Norwegian one of those little skinny countries. Uh,
2: Well, you know, I think I have all the Norwegian countries <laughs> pretty well mapped out,
1: and Thorstein Veblen isn't one of them. Like Iceland. Iceland's one of the Norwegian countries, right? Yeah. Iceland is a Norwegian country, yeah. Uh, you know, and- Eric, it was uh, Eric, Eric the Green that did that. He misnamed them on purpose. It turns out that Iceland is the one that has fins in it. Finland mm-hmm. is actually the one that's icy. <laughs> Not a lot of people know that. And this is why, this is why, to this day, throughout all of the Swedish countries, this yeah, is why only, countries. only Vikings today put their lottery tickets into their coffee. And maybe that's the question that I'm asking. You go in there, let me guess, can I, I've got a couple things, can I just really quickly mm-hmm. blow through this? No, things, blow through it. Okay, things you find and don't find in the store, lottery tickets. Yeah, you find those there. Okay, uh, Funions. Absolutely, you're going to find funions. Okay, and I think we take it as red, fago. You say Fago, or, or I'm going to say
2: I'm going to say you, you know because Fago is a regional drink in America. Is Fago the Juggalo drink? Fago is the Juggalo drink, and it's really a, a drink that's located more or less in the South. Although you can get it in Seattle at Izell's Famous Chicken, but he imports it specially. <sighs> oh, so
1: like uh, like a Hispanic American Coke.
2: Exactly. Okay. So I'm guessing that you cannot get Fago at this store if you if you really search for it. But what you can get is drank. You can get orange drank or grape drank. And that's cough syrup. No, it's uh, it's the it's like sugar pop, but it's off brand, oh, like,
1: like, sugar pop, like Professor Fagan or something, <laughs> Professor Falcon. You can go in there and get some. You can get some Jonah Falcon. Would you like to play a <laughs> game? Would you like to drink a grape soda? I've always been, I've been intrigued by the different t- kinds of generic store brands of, you mm-hmm. know, Professor Pépier and stuff like that.
2: But this is the stuff the, – the, this is the the, uh, the soda pop that you get when, you're, when your business does not shop at Costco
1: wholesale. There's been cutbacks, and we can't cancel the party, so we should get something. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there are flavored things there. There's a, probably a huge amount of xanthan gum and high fructose corn syrup. And you say the yeah. ice cream is mostly limited – to ice cream sandwich type things. Uh,
2: there's there's like a freezer case that has that has again like weird off brand ice creams where there's there's like a yes. rabbit a rabbit that kind of looks like the Tricks rabbit except Ugh. except his nose is kind of longer and he looks like a he, he he looks like the camel. He looks like Joe Camel had <laughs> sex with the Tricks rabbit. And you're like that's not I, that doesn't look appetizing. Uh-huh. I don't want to eat that ice cream sandwich. Silly that's rabbit, cold. stomas are for kids. Silly rabbit, your nose looks like a penis.
1: What about what about they sell propane there? any meth cooking stuff or is that this,
2: that's no? This store is absolutely useless. It's grab and go. It's all
1: grab and go. You're going to get in there. It's six guys on a truck covered covered with uh, with like drywall dust and, and hearts. Uh, they jump in there, grab and go. You get a Fago, a lottery ticket, an ice cream sandwich. You get the fuck out of there. Is that right? Yeah, pack of cigarettes and uh, and and like
2: a brown bag with some kind of some kind of booze in it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're making a living, but I but I think they're dragging down the whole neighborhood. And you know what's interesting? You might not have noticed this, but mm. there's a there's a like an acre, an, a, a vacant acre of land not far from my house that they are converting into a what we call here in Seattle a pea patch. Is it like a community garden? Community garden. Oh, that's lovely. It's gonna be nice. So there so that's that's, you know, a few blocks from me and that's going to be now I've just I've just given away my location, basically.
1: There's a lot of community gardens. There's a in, lot Af- of
2: patches, in African
1: and American neighborhoods in Seattle, don't
2: worry. <laughs> There's gonna be a whole 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 community uh it's gonna bring the community together in a mm-hmm. way that the, that this bodega has been tearing us apart. Pride of ownership. That's right. And mm-hmm. people are gonna have fresh vegetables and it's only a matter of time before somebody opens a a little store with an olive bar and like six different kinds of of coffee creamer,
1: all organic. You're, you're from wait. you're from a modest background, right? I mean, you're you're not you're not from a, a rich family, right? Well, I it mean, depends. well, rich, 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 <laughs> certainly in uh, in a, in a certain kind of discipline and, and dignity. Culturally rich. Oh God, you know what? But but uh, I, I'm but, always yeah. concerned that something's a trick. And I have to tell you, I, I think I, – I've, I've said this in many places before. I really believe this. I think that when you're not from a place where you know a lot about what's fancy in the right way, I think I, I'm constantly parsing things for tricks. And so yeah. not 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 the cereal with the rabbit. But, but for example, like olive bars, I think it's a fucking trick. It's I, absolutely uh, a trick. I, I walk past those and I'm like, you've given
2: this much real estate in your store to <clears> – <throat> To like things that look and smell
1: and taste like rotting toes it's it is it's basically a toe bar and i'll bet you you take anybody you take anybody in there you pull them out of their prius you give them an artisanal blindfold you sit them down you give them six fucking olives and they will not be able to tell you oh this is salty and tastes like olives yeah you give them six fucking olives and then a plate of like of chopped
2: uh chopped up human toes (laughs) that have been soaked in formaldehyde (laughs) for a year. Look, luckily sourced, <laughs> and they will go down, and they'll be like, Mm, delicious olive, mmm, <laughs> delicious." Oh, this one's got a little, like uh, a little,
1: uh, set of pinky meaty. and p- pinky and pimento. It's like, mmm, uh, yeah. Good. You know what though? But this is the thing, John, and this is the thing about the scrimshaw, and the railroads, and the uh, and the steamers is that is that. Hmm. Is that? Is it? It says something about the community. It says something. You know, we learn about the language. We learn about the way people dress. We learn so much by these regional things that take a long time to go away. Even if they're not, you know, they're not there anymore. Even though we're not building ships in this place anymore, there's still a shipbuilding culture. They're probably right. not pushing out as many jets at Boeing as they used to. I don't know, but I'm, I'm guessing. You know. Uh,
2: well, you know, they've outsourced it so that what happens now is that the the tail assembly is manufactured in Japan and the wings are made in Italy and then mm. they bring them all here to Seattle or to Nebraska or somewhere and they try and bolt them all together this uh. happened a couple of years ago uh, but they they sent the plans to Italy and nobody converted the measurements from metric to
1: Oh come on! That English sounds like year. an urban myth. It's
2: absolutely true, and they uh, spent—you know—they toolled up and they spent hundreds of millions of dollars building these parts, and they got them, got them together. They, the wheel,
1: the wheel, of no fit. Hey,
2: hey, what's the matter for you? What's the matter? And so, and they're like, oh, uh,
1: outsourcing. Ah. And I, that, I've heard stories like that before. I think that happened. Didn't that happen on the space shuttle? Wasn't yeah. there a space shuttle, huge space shuttle gaffe that involved metric conversion?
2: It happens all the time, and I and I and you know, and depending on where you're standing, like if we if we were doing this podcast in Milan mm-hmm. right now, we'd be saying to the effect of, we'd be saying something like, uh, why why America have a uh, this uh, measurement that no one else uses? You got to be different. Uh. Yeah, like uh, uh, metric is used by everybody, right? Mm-hmm. So why the hell? What's our problem? But then the the flip side is from our perspective. Uh, no one in America has ever heard of another country. Yeah, and and uh, most people here don't believe other countries exist.
1: Well, I mean, I mean, it could be a mass hysteria, but I mean, there's at least two levels to this. Yes, absolutely. On the first level, it's probably a little bit crazy that inside of a certain profession you don't have a standard. I, I think it's sensible, probably, if you're working on Japanese cars to talk in, in metrics, right? I there, mean, there's a, there's got to be a Google thing that just translates your your wing
2: diameter uh measurements immediately into whatever form you want it oh i've based. got an application well, oh system. i
1: got an application right here i'm going to show you you can it turns anything into anything it's mind-blowing but, but here's my question oh. to you this is the deeper problem here's the deeper problem let me, ask, let me put it to you this way okay. okay my kid's school uh my my wife uh texts me and says hey can i sign you up to change the strings on the guitar and i said absolutely okay is, is your uh, is your wife now playing the guitar uh, she doesn't tapping mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but, okay so now now let, let me let me throw this by you and see let what me, your let me response recommend would a be. scalloped fingerboard for you guys i did that with a rasp i told yeah. you about that i invade my guitar anyway go ahead mm. so, she, get, you know. so, she, so she texts you <laughs> okay here's the thing here somebody says to you hey john john uh, can you can you uh rest, can you change the strings on this guitar and, you know, if it's somebody you like, you'd probably say yes, right? Yeah, sure. I do it all the so time. So you go out and buy some strings, right? Yeah. What kind of strings? Uh, electric or acoustic? Exactly. Is this a trick question? No, it's, it's, a, it's a non-trick question. I said, mm-hmm. okay, send me a photograph of the guitar. I didn't ask her if it was classical or steel string. I said, send me a photograph of the guitar, and especially if you can get a picture of the bridge and the headstock, that'd be great. But right. I, I could eyeball it in a second and see that it's an old, crappy, classical guitar. But do you see what I'm saying here? Yeah, like, I need think, some
2: gut strings.
1: Well, yeah, the problem the problem is that, it, yeah, it's silly that they didn't get the conversion right, but it's even sillier that they assume they didn't need to check the spec better. Right. It's like oh, somebody it's- saying, paint my house, and I assume, oh, I've got this green, so I'll just use green. This yeah. is the problem with nobody using slide rules anymore, John.
2: Well, you know, and what the problem is is that I guarantee you in the corporate culture of Boeing, as is, as is true of the corporate culture of everywhere in the world now, there are 42 different levels of management. Mm-hmm. And then you've got like three guys that know how to use the equipment. And so that, I'm sure those specs went across like 40 people's desks until it got to the, the guy who was supposed to build the tool. And the guy that's supposed to build the tool kind of assumes that somewhere along the line, somebody would have, if there was a problem, somebody would have picked up, picked up on it.
1: Oh, I, I think it's totally true. But here's the other thing. If there were, let's just say for, you know, I don't mean this in a ping pong way. If there were nerds along the way, you know, there were nerds along, along the way who said, hey, look, I mean, you're doing this. You're doing stuff in Microsoft Excel. Like, how can you how can you miss that these over here are this says 1.0, one point one point? This one, this one says one point zero. And this one says two and a half. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, are we talking about centimeters or inches. Like, like, what is this? How would you, how would you, you know? And I bet they said, you know what, we should probably make it really clear to people that this is in centimeters and not inches or better put probably in inches and not centimeters. And you know what? I bet their boss said, don't be a dick. Yeah.
2: You know, what helps me uh, navigate all of this stuff is, is the, is the cartoon Dilbert. I really, is that get, about the guy? I really get so much wisdom. From is, is that Dil-
1: about the guy who has periodic cultural bumps in the workplace? Mm, yeah, I think that's a good description. Yeah, hmm. yeah, he uh, he's trying to navigate
2: his workplace. It's and- called
1: it's called Dilbert. Is that correct? Dilbert. Yeah. And, this oh isn't this god. isn't the guy who sleeps in like lasagna. No, 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 no. That's a different guy. No, okay. this is uh, this guy Dilbert. is he, he has
2: a he has a job and he mm-hmm. goes there and oh my god, his boss, hmm. what a nut. Yeah. Anyway, I was I went to a grocery store the other day in a different neighborhood, and I. Uh, this was in the this is in the north part of Seattle, which, as you know, my theory of American cities is that the north side of the city is always nice, and the south side of the city is always bad.
1: Oh, and, 19 times out of twenty three, no question. Yeah, and anybody you that, say anybody, south side of town, you might as well sell, say MLK Drive. Exactly.
2: And any anybody that's going to say, and not to say that MLK... No, 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 no. Not, 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 not to, at not all. He was people. he was a great president, no question. He was, he was a wonderful man. But uh, but uh, and even people who come to me and say, like, well, what about East St. Louis and West St. Louis? I say, what about Southeast St. Louis? And then they um, have to go, oh, mm-hmm, okay, you're you right. You can triangulate that. Right. So anyway, I go to a grocery store on the north side of town, which is sort of a rare occurrence for me, and I walk in and there's like Muzak playing <laughs> and a guy walks by me in an apron and he says good morning hmm. and then somebody else walks past and it looks like and this grocery store looks like it looks like the grocery store where, where John Denver worked in Oh God.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah. You know, That's and, and, when they knew how to run a goddamn grocery store. You know what
2: I'm walking around and I go over to the deli counter and they're like oh would you like a stuffed pepper and I'm like a stuffed pepper hmm. how long has that been sitting there and they're like, what do you mean? We just made them 20 minutes ago. And I start to quiz the person. I'm like, well, what about the ones you don't sell? And they're like, oh, well, we usually sell them all. I'm like, what about the ones you don't? And they're like, oh, well, we throw them away. I'm like, this is amazing. This place, this, gro- this is a grocery. These people are grocers.
1: And they're, not, and simply, they're not simply preparing food. It's not like in Florida where you could go and buy pretty good macaroni and cheese. Stuffed pepper is a, is a pretty rarefied vertical market. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm looking behind the counter, and there are, there, are probably, there are more people working behind the deli counter than there are customers in the store. And I was like, it's amazing. And this is why people buy their houses. Mm-hmm. This is why people buy their houses in nice neighborhoods, because they get nice grocery stores, and the, the cops don't fly helicopters over their houses in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And the reason people buy houses in poor neighborhoods is they can't afford houses in rich neighborhoods.
1: Because they don't have enough money? Because
2: they don't have enough money. I was having, hmm. a, I was having a real eye-opening experience. The people in the north,
1: north side of town that have the more expensive homes and the better jobs make more money than the people that have uh, uh, not as nice houses.
2: That's right. And they have okay. nicer things there when they go hmm. into stores.
1: They, just but, as just as a side note, they, there, are, there are no
2: stuffed peppers at your bodega, to your knowledge. There are no stuffed peppers at all. And not even at my local like big grocery store are there stuffed peppers. So, uh, so I was, uh, you huh. know, I was really, I was learning. I that's a lot an eye opener, John. And then I realized that I lived in my neighborhood because I didn't have a lot of money. And I was like, you got
1: <laughs> a lot, you got a lot of house for the dough though. That's a pretty nice place. Well, that's what they say. That's yeah. what they say. Well, can, can I, can I suggest there might be one thread here? Um, uh, money. Money. Yeah. Cause here's what I think. Here's what I think. You're, you're, You're local. And the upscale uh, northern place have in common. Uh, and it's a, it's a term that I'm going to throw out called profit per square foot. Now, mm-hmm. it's, it's my understanding that in the grocery racket, the margins are thin at best. Right. So, right. so if you're going to sell flour, right, I mean, you know, if you go anywhere, like think about if you've ever been to like, a, I want to say like, a, I don't want to say a resort town, but you go somewhere where there's very limited, uh, you know, small footprint for the place where you buy stuff. Right, you go in there. They're going to have some forty-dollar crappy sunglasses. They're going to have some ninety-dollar suntan lotion. Those eighty-five-dollar Marlboros or whatever. You go in there. Yeah. It's all stuff that tourists would want to buy. That cost a lot, but they don't have flour on sale because right. there's not. I know this sounds obvious, but again, the important thing here is money. Well, and flour is always a lost leader. You get them. People that's come how in you get them in for the flour, and then they they stay for the stuff. That's right. You give them a little bit of the sexy. You show them a little bit of leg. You say mm-hmm. we got it. We got it in here. But but, but so anyway, I, 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 this is. Uh, I mean, I think the point about money is, is not uh, is not obvious but i think that the deeper point is that this is why it's all about lottery tickets and fucking gift cards yeah or yeah. fago for that matter is yeah. if they you know the, the the baffling part to me is in some ways and this is sad john as a cultural critic i hope you'll remark on this but mm. I, it's not to me so amazing that they don't have uh two liters of fago at a reasonable retail price at that place, or even that they don't, God forbid, have cheese in there. What blows mm-hmm. my mind is that it can remain profitable for that place on the north side to have... An olive bar. I'm trying to do a quick mental calculation. To have something like 80 square feet of olive bar. Yeah. Is that, was that about right? Yeah. Square's a lot of square footage
2: for olives. Yeah, it is. And, and it is amazing that it can remain profitable, But, but... I mean, I look at that stuff, and I think it's it's a thing when I go into a grocery store and I pick a thing of Fago up off the um, off the counter, and I look at it, and it says ninety nine cents for two liters of Fago. Right. I am, for whatever reason, much more conscious of how much money I'm spending and what I'm getting for that money than when I look at an olive bar where they say, you know, a cup with seven olives in it is only fourteen ninety nine. But these olives. Yeah, they, but they've got a hot food buffet
1: that's like seventeen dollars a pound.
2: And but you don't think about, you know, you're lulled into a state of sort of that uh, of a feeling like you this the, these are luxury items, right? And it's worth it because this is because It's much I'm more, it's much more
1: abstract because yeah. it's bulk for one, right? You don't know you're going to have to weigh your own olives to find out how much money you're going to owe. Oh my god! But and check this out. You walk process. in. You walk into that. Oh gosh. Oh god. It's so embarrassing. Waring my olives. I, that is day, so undignified.
2: I went to a, a supermarket the other day, and a, a different. This is not a nice supermarket. A, mm. a regular shitty one. And there were a bunch of people in line waiting to get through the supermarket. And then there's this new check yourself out.
1: <sighs> never go through the check
2: and yourself I, out. And I'm looking never. at it, and I never do either because I feel like that whatever whatever amount of money that i'm paying to buy things at this store i want the human interaction i am paying for it anyway i want the person to touch my cans <laughs> and i want them to ring it up and i want them to tell me to have a nice stand i want them to hold, hold up the the receipt at the end and say oh mr roderick you saved 14 you like those inch- exchanges i do it's a, hmm. and, and the thing is it's factored into the price of my goods They're not giving me a discount to go over and check myself out. You're screwing yourself out of money and time. That's exactly right. I have already paid for this person to talk to me and touch my cans. Mm -hmm. I do not. I'm not going to go over and do it myself and talk to a robot Mm -hmm. unless I get 10% off. Those robots are taciturn. Anyway, so they are. And so I go over and it's one of these things where there's, there's like there's seven carts. It's like somebody is it's it's like somebody's outfitting a sh- a ship that's going to sea for a year and, and and so i can't i can't wait in line i've only got i've only got a handful of items i can't wait in line over there to talk to a human being so i go over to the electronic checkout and I'm trying to navigate this thing, and it's telling me to put my items in the in the bagging area, and it's telling me to do all this stuff that I don't want to do. I don't want to put my items in the bagging area. It, tell, it of, tells
1: you that you've placed
2: something in the wrong area. In the wrong area. That's right. What and the it, fuck it, does that mean? It's saying it's, I placed it in the wrong area, and I'm like, I, you know, you're I'm, the I'm, customer, John. I'm, I'm yelling at the thing. I'm like, it's where I want it. It's in the area that I want it. No, I'm not putting it in your area, and this thing is this thing is resolute. It doesn't it doesn't listen to reason and so i i lean over and there's a there's a employee a safeway and this is a safeway store
0: mm-hmm.
2: there's a safeway employee there and i and i kind of lean over and i say can you help me with this because the machine is telling me to and this employee the safeway employee is having an argument with another employee of safeway <laughs> and they do not want to be interrupted by me and i'm like excuse me and they're like, "Well, I said that I was going to be there, you know. I said, I said I got a fifteen minute break, and you said that blah blah blah." And they're having this this like Safeway employee argument right in front of you, right in front of me, and and like basically kind of like giving me the hand. And I'm about to say, "Where's your manager?" And I look, and one of them's the manager. Oh God! And so I'm I, I, I'm standing in between this robot that's 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 giving me orders. And a manager of a grocery store that is having not only having a public argument with one of her employees, but is but it is giving me the hand. Mm. And so you know what I did? Hmm. I stole a potato. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> Has your job gotten hotter than fresh pump chili? Tired of kissing the wrong bird? Mired down by your manager's fear of even the slightest frisson in corporate discourse? Well, you're not alone. Igloo Software understands your pain. Igloo helps you work better with other people by keeping your team, your files, and your conversations together in one digital workplace. You can even work from home and you're all together, sealed to your red leather chair, just steps away from all your favorite globes, candlesticks, and cowboy boots, as you do. So go to igloosoftware.com slash findyourduck and sign up for your free 30-day trial. Bring your team in from the cold by getting inside the Igloo. In any case,
1: <coughs> they had so much more than that coming. I think you let them off easy. Did. You you know, you could have demanded a lot of satisfaction and given a very extensive and penetrating course in managerial procedure to that young have, lady. I could have done.
2: But instead I just put some produce in my bag that I did not weigh and did not did not pay for. And I felt I felt ashamed of myself, but at, done the same time, at the yeah. same time, I felt like this is the cost. This is the cost that you, grocery store, are going to incur for putting me through this.
1: This is my 10% off. You want a this comment card? Vegetable. Here's the comment card. Start counting up your fucking potatoes. This
2: is, and in fact, it was not a potato. It was an onion. Now that I recall, I mm. recall it, it was an onion, not a potato. But I said, this onion is your tithe. Do you know what kind
1: me-. of onion it was? Well, you know, I have this problem all the time, I and look that's at the... why self checkout is a clusterfuck. Mm. You really? You want me to look? Is this a Bermuda onion? Is this a white onion? Is this a yellow onion? Is this a scallion?
2: Now you need to tell me, uh, uh, Merlin, because you, you're the person that knows this type of thing. But
1: I go and I look at the onions, and I'm, I'm making. I don't food. care what kind it is. I just I don't want to have to talk to a robot about what I put onion I put in the wrong place. That's the wrong kind, and well, I got to run my card again.
2: This is before this. This is I have this problem before this. I look at there's 14 kinds of onions, even at a even at a shitty Safeway. I don't know the fucking difference between an onion. This is a yellow onion. This is a white onion. Am I picking it? Am I really picking it because of color? Yeah. I'm gonna throw it into a soup. Mm -hmm. Tell me, Merlin. What is? I just want. You know what I want? I want the right onion. Mm. And I don't know how to tell the right onion. Oh, I I, I'd be I would be
1: happy to give you some of my own practical heuristics on this if it would be useful to you. It would. I would like to
2: know. How to choose the right onion. Because I look at these onions and I end up just picking one that looks friendly. Mm-hmm. Like I look through the onions and I'm like, I like I like this guy. He's I like him. He's got a nice shape. He's a mm-hmm. and, doesn't, and doesn't I, have any dents or brown spots. Yeah, and he's kind of he's got a little bit of he's got a little little kind of papery outside, but he mm-hmm. but kind of looks fresh as fresh as an onion.
1: Can I will just I'll tell you the best that I know. I mean I essentially setting size a site aside for a minute uh i mean obviously you could have your your scallions or your green onions if you want some little onions but by I'm and just large talking about round onions i think i think base yes amongst the round onion i, I think there's basic it's not super complicated mm. yes there's purple there's white there's yellow there's like how much you want it to taste like an onion is the mm. question mm. and there is a continuum and it's not super complicated at the one end you've got a white onion which is useless just oh, really? a oh, white yeah. onion doesn't taste like an onion a white onion doesn't really taste like an onion it's, oh. mm-hmm. it's yeah. It's sort of like a, it's like an Ivy League onion. You got a, you got a purple onion, which is a kind of a sweeter taste. You've they've got the classic yellow onion, which is the onion you should buy. I, oh, you, okay, good, good, good. Yeah, buy a yellow onion. You could buy a Bermuda onion, which is funny because they're so big. But but, oh, but again, this onion. is this is you know what we could be fine with yellow onions. That's
2: well, all you need. What I, here, that, 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 I, I'm glad that you say that because that that dovetails with what with my decision making process, which is that if a thing has more color. If a vegetable has more color, I assume that it has more stuff in it, you know, like a yellow. I buy yellow onions instead of white ones because I assume that that yellow, I think you found,
1: you found a meta pattern. You ever have a white peach versus a yellow peach? Fuck that white peach, white peach bullshit. I don't want a white peach. Exactly. You want Uh, the darkest color of thing that you can get. The richest, the richest non-rotten color. And that's how you're going to find the right onion. I think it's. I think it's a. I think it's a terrific point. But have you ever seen like a new checker? I call them checkers. Have you ever seen a new checker where they got to go flip a, flip a, flip a, flip a? Oh up? yeah, to find out the price of them. Yeah, it doesn't always have like a little sticker on it or anything. They end up charging you for artisanal kale when you were really buying fucking celery or something like that. Well, but- I, you know, I'm the guy
2: that stands there after they check me out and reads the receipt and checks, every, checks everything.
1: I think Safeway needs your friction. Re- I feel
2: like such a dick when I do it, but I, and I'm, I'm always friendly, but I'm oh, just like... Oh,
1: man. Do you want to talk about supermarkets? I, I, I am totally okay to talk about supermarkets. I got a lot on supermarkets. I know you do. I know you uh. feel strongly about this. Well, let me start with one thing, just to get this out of the way. First of all, self-checkout is for suckers. It's really stupid. The people... I, 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 I have friends who insist... Insulting. I have friends who insist that it is faster and more efficient and more pleasant, and to them I say, you are full of shit. You know who those people are? Hmm. They're the Judenrat. Oh. Yeah. And did they get, that's not. That's different if they get uniforms?
2: They get uniforms. They, these are the people who are complicit in their own...
1: <gasps> uh, 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 own enslavement. Got it. They're the, they're the guys who run the block, and they get a badge. That's right. They're
2: the they're the ones who are like, oh, they made me the sh- they made me the sheriff of Nottingham, so now I'm uh, uh, so I agree with their policies. I
1: got it. I got it. I got yeah. it. So and,
2: yeah, uh, I, I see those people all the time who are like, oh no, this is way better. I got this app on my iPhone that allows me to uh,
1: to pay for gasoline without taking a credit card out. They, they're are like, complicit. They're complicit in their own tacit cultural enslavement. Udenrat. rat Hmm. You should get a yellow Uden rat or a white uh, Udon rat. White, right? A White, white. white Udon rat. Let me ask you a question here, and this is this is a rhetorical question. So mm. you know you can answer it rhetorically if you want. But have you ever stood at self checkout? Let's be honest, self checkout line always longer because everybody's waiting for the convenience. Yeah. You wait at self. God, this is like a fucking stand up act. I hate this. But you stand there. <laughs> have but you, you ever you, been to IKEA? What is the deal with shopping carts? <laughs> <laughs> Who is coming up with this stuff? But here's what bugs me: is I, I, I see that line. I've tried to go through self checkout on maybe three occasions ever, and I've had precisely the same experience every time. First of all, it's a very long line of people who think of themselves as mavericks.
2: Yeah, that's right. Those are the they're
1: the people with the uh, with, with the, who, who it's, it's, all have it's, like uh, Bluetooth uh, telephones. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's like oh, for, you know. On the one hand, you've got like tall guys buying ice cream. It's like a tall
2: guy with ice cream. Tall isn't it?
1: guys buying name brand fucking non sandwich style ice cream, right? Oh. And, and, uh, you know, and, uh, they're not going to be bothered with all that uh, flibbity jibbity of having to go wait in a line like a sucker. They're, oh, no, they're going to do this. Okay. But then all, you know, the things in there are a variety of people and they're all stupid. And then you get up there. I have never seen, I will say this, I have seen some people have transactions on occasion that went without a hitch. Right. But I'm going to say, 79 times out of 87 times, there is some glitch. The robot yells at you. It didn't like your card. Oh, oh, oh! You want to buy some vodka? Come well, out to
2: the robot three. You know, you know here, here's the thing: people who are good at this self checkout have yeah. gone through a self training where they've gone and they they have spent the time and energy to be trained by this machine how to use it. The machine will, will you know, if you use if you do it. 40 John, times. that's the thin end of a wedge. Yeah, the machine trains you, oh, and brother. then they're good at it, and then they're like, "Look at me, but da Look at this, I can scan really well. But of all the people, <sighs> of all the things that I want to be trained in, of all the like welding classes I could be taking, or like artistic macrame I could be doing, or whatever, the last thing I want to spend my mental and emotional energy on mm-hmm. is being trained by a supermarket computer how to use it to buy like, onions. The- To buy to buy onions that I could be talking to the checker down the road. You're buying onions you don't
1: understand from robots that think they're better than you. That's right. That That is galling. It's really galling.
2: And you know, I like there are lots of things I I I have allowed myself to be trained to do. Like Mm -hmm. using a Macintosh computer, which everyone says, Oh, this is the that's so user friendly. Mm -hmm. Well, it's user friendly if you sit in front of it and let it train you to understand its impenetrable internal logic right like i've been using them long enough now that i kind of understand how the how the people how the dopes in california who designed the way this machine thinks Mm -hmm. how those dopes think like I've, i've i've worked through it you know and i i was forced to let this machine train me to use it because there's no other way to interact with human beings anymore if you don't know how to use your stupid macintosh computer
1: yeah, but, I, I, I have to agree with you. And in talking to your mom about the old days, and I was asking her, oh, did you use, you know, command line applications? You know, like, like, you know, you might be familiar with DOS, right? Like, or, you know, using an Apple. And she's like, oh, no, this is before com- even command lines, let alone GUIs. This is yeah. back when you, you know, had, before cards even. I think you actually sat there with a soldering iron on a computer and, and made the program. Yeah. She wrote, right? she, I
2: mean, she spoke machine language and she spoke it like at the dinner table. when when i was an eight-year-old there were times when i would put my head down because you know go to go to room and (laughs) My, my mom and i were good friends my whole life and she would come home from work and she'd be so excited about having solved this uh this problem in these mainframe computers that were the size of oil tankers and uh and she would start talking to me about it. You know, I'm eight or nine years old. I would sometimes put my head down on the table <laughs> because I would because my brain was so full of numbers and lines, lines and and you know. And she's just so excited about it. She really wants to talk to me about it.
1: I, I was but, trying to be cool and show off, but every single technology I came up with as an old technology, she's like, "Oh no, this is before that." Yeah, yeah. Well, and she, her and I, I'm sure she said this
2: to you, but her principle. The way she interacts with the modern world is, she said, for the first 40 years of computers, we worked into the night to make sure that no user ever experienced an error. And we tested and tested and tested and tested until there were no errors. And she said, as soon as Microsoft took over the world and as soon as you know uh, the 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 software became the technology she said from that point on the policy has been send the errors out people will find them and that's how you improve your product you re, you know your your users will report errors back to you and then you refine your product based on people out there using a thing they paid for that doesn't people work. will tell us if these peaches are bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, it drives me freaking crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, we were, we were using computers to put a man on the moon. We did not have the luxury of errors, but now your machine crashes, your, your device goes, you know, tits up your th- your this happens your that happens you can't get it to log. and what's run. the Take diagnostic the- say
1: the diagnostic says the network diagnostic says the network <laughs> didn't work
2: <laughs> yeah run the diagnostic it doesn't work <laughs> oh great thank you did you try unplugging your device i'm gonna fucking shoot you now would you like to have a live chat <laughs> and then she's like she's like there's no reason there is no earthly reason why they could not make that why they could not make these products error free. The only reason they don't is that it's more expensive. And so, yeah. So they just they 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 push it out the door. They know it's not ready. They know it's not good. And, you know, and they then they keep and then they send you an update. And the update is a product of of 5,000 people being so frustrated that they're pulling their hair out. <laughs> and then it's like, "Oh, we figured out that this needs an update mm-hmm. because it doesn't fucking work." And she, you know, so she has this, I mean she's 78 years old. She's seen it all. But she has this feeling about, about the lives that we're leading and the interaction we have with machines. And she's like, "You, w- what you're interacting with is someone on the other side of the corporation who decided that it wasn't worth the extra 50 man hours to make the
1: thing work. Right. And and in the case of somebody like, not just like Microsoft in particular, but really anybody who's making consumer products, if you're trying to make something that's broad enough to sell to a lot of people, it's got to do so broadly, do so many different sorts of things generally. Um, And then there's, you know, the more stuff that something does, the more things there are to test, the more things there are to go wrong. When you buy a car with power windows, like that's something that's going to break, right? Mm. When you get that kind of stuff. But, but, you know, here's the other thing, though. Don't get a
2: car with power windows because if you go off a bridge, you can't get out. Your your car is sinking.
1: I read about that. What
2: are you going to do you, right. you have to have one of those have you seen those things that they sell the little hammer the little, thing w- window hammers <laughs>
1: yeah. but but you're you're that's fifth, one you're, of my favorite uh, <laughs> the black metal bands window hammer
2: window hammer <laughs> your your car is sinking in a cold river in the middle of the night and you're going to find that fucking window hammer that you have in your glove box we got to rehearse i don't think you, oh that's right so you have to rehearse but
1: this is why this is why in my train opinion yourself
2: to use the window hammer again now the car is training you the car is
1: training you <laughs> The car is training you because because it because the false luxury of a
2: of an automatic window.
1: But you know, actually, just one quick derail to myself is this is why I've never gotten the hang of most voice recognition software. Like I have friends, I have have friends, listeners to this show, who've written uh, you know fifty thousand word uh, pieces of writing using dictation but the thing is yeah 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 but you have to train the dictation this is the funny part quote-unquote you have to quote-unquote train the dictation you have to to speak
2: that one time and this dictation program produced four pages of the most incredible dada poetry yes i i i I mined it for lyrics for 10 years but
1: (laughs) but but it never it never once produced i I, I, well just I, i can tell you as part of the live chat here i can i can tell you basically what what the likely problem was, was you didn't quote unquote train the software. Are we having a live chat? Is that what you just said? My name is Lawrence and I am to be enjoying (laughs) volleyball but isn't that funny though is this the- chat roulette okay, I should take my pants off. why did i get so uncomfortable but uh this is the, but to, to this the, okay so here's the funny thing so they call that training the software right but really it's the software training you it's it's you it's you learning to speak when you when you open up Dragon dictate it shows you about 34 pages of things that you read and it tells you how well that you're doing it recommends that you speak try to imagine speaking at like a newscaster Uh Are they neutral? And so anyway, yeah, no, they're training you how to talk, period. New space, new new line, new line. But but here's the thing, and you're really onto something, I think, with the grocery uh, checkout thing, is this bigger pattern. Setting aside for a moment, we should come back to the the profit per per square foot, but it's really about making something seem – now I'm talking like I'm doing dragon dictation. (laughs) It's about making something seem like it's good for you when it's really just easy for the company. that's what it is it's it's cheap it's cheap because you don't have to pay that idiot manager to sit there and uh and and run your groceries over a scanner my god heaven forfend
2: and this happens to us all the time this is part of the this is part of how we are domesticated so that we can live with one another like i understand that a red light at a a stoplight at an intersection it is not natural for me to come to that thing and stop i have been trained and have trained myself to recognize that red light is not. It's not just an, an alert about a potential danger, but it has become just a thing that now I acquiesce to without thinking. I stop at the red light even if there's nobody around. I stop at the red light just as a matter of course. I have trained myself to do it.
1: Nominally? For the most part. Mm-hmm. And, and during, are, during the day? During the day,
2: and if it's not an intersection that I know well enough to know that the red light doesn't belong there. It's a serving suggestion. There are plenty of red lights and stop signs in this city mm-hmm. that I have determined are superfluous to my needs and i don't stop at them but let's we're just talking about a let's say a red light in a strange town Mm -hmm. um but the point at which i am being trained in that same way like here's a red light stop the same kind of unconscious training that happens where the only point of that training is to is to improve the profit margin of a company that i hate that is where i rebel and 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 generally like when i when i go through the supermarket checkout line and talk to a real human being i am conscious of the fact that that is actually taking it's actually costing the store more
1: you understand it right
2: I'm, yeah i am i am i'm aware that that my interaction with this person like aggregated over a over 10,000 interactions costs the store more than if i went through the checkout and i am and there are certain stores and certain uh, retail encounters that i have where i i use that as a punitive measure like i go (laughs) I, i go through the process in the most labor intensive way possible as a way of like punishing the company i know it's a small thing but it's how i go if only you could directly
1: punish the company
2: well, there are there have to be ways. I know. Well, see, this is the this a, take
1: off your clothes. Yeah, exactly. You throw the chair through the window. <laughs> but it, see, that's my problem. Is I go and I go in there and I, I got. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go pick up uh, what I'm going to get a magazine. I'm going to get some yogurt and maybe a handle of uh, tequila. And the lines are now going down, down all the way down the aisles. And so you know how I give it to the man. I put all those things I got down. I just put them down and I walk out. Like yeah. that'll show them. Right. because but like all some, I'm doing is all I'm doing go is making work for somebody who's gonna have to go clean that up right It's a shame that your potato cannot be registered you know in some way or excuse me your onion could be registered in a way that could express your dissent in a more muscular way than being just short an onion That's a goddamn shame
2: well and I, I feel like I feel like the because routinely in, I, I think this happens to me at least once a day maybe sometimes on a bad day five times a day. But where I come up to the counter and I see that uh, that a, a store is being run badly or a situation, uh, a, a commercial situation is being managed poorly and it costs them my business. Like I look at it and I go, right, I was about to spend X number of dollars here, but because I don't approve of the way this store is being run, it is costing them my business.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that is a way, I, I, and that is a, it's a mute Thing I don't go to the manager and say, you know, this cost you my business. Use your mind bullets. I just send my mind bullets out and I say, boom, I'm not buying this now. I'm not shopping here. But I think a big part of of why I do that, why that is a mantra, is that a lot of people go into those commercial situations and the frustration builds up in them, but they need the thing or they think they need the thing that they're there to buy. And so they endure the 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 shitty uh, the the shitty exchange mm-hmm. but they're but they're storing up all the all the frustration and anger in themselves mm. you know because they because they have put their need above any other consideration and
1: so oh, they wa- the need, the need exists in obscurity and they're almost worshipping that need in exactly. a way that has them setting aside their cultural the, dignity
2: the need is way up in the clouds, it's way up above where they can see. And so they're in these situations that are just like, I have, there's nothing I can do. I need this thing. And, I, uh, and now they're kind of mad at themselves too. They're, they're, and, and it turns into a form of self hate. And this, so what I do in those situations is my primary interaction, or, you know, my, 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 I, the need is, is below the desire to have a positive exchange. Like if I can't have a positive exchange, then the need goes away. And it's a way of like of of keeping myself sane in a in a world that does not care about me as a customer. No,
1: is know? this all inward turning? Is this internal self regulation, a kind of anger meditation, or are you? How, how is this? How is this? Where's the healthiness in this?
2: Well, by saying like, you're not getting my business, but not saying it, but not saying not saying it to the people, just saying it to myself. Like, okay, you're not getting my business. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 then I then I kind of have a moment where I really like your own personal the,
1: complaint department
2: I, but I will go across the street or down the block or across town to a different store if if i if I actually need a thing rather than then have a bad customer service experience with a shitty store that's being run poorly, and it's a small thing, but I think if more of us thought this way, it does this is this is precisely. Uh, This is precisely capitalism as it is meant to work, or Mm -hmm. capitalism as they discuss it. Oh, it's
1: evolution as as it's intended to work. As Veblen
2: would discuss it. As
1: as Veblen has has cited numerous times, this is how it should work, supply and demand. Well, you know, if you're stuck stuck and you want a fago out in John's uh, hood, if I may say, not to work ping pong, but if you want that, well, you know, you may be out of luck and you may have to satisfy for a Dr. Fagon, right? And this is
2: precisely why I never, ever, ever go into this little Korean bodega by my house Mm. because I went in there five years ago when I moved in here and the kid looked up from his video game and he said, what's half and half.
1: And I never went back. It just echoes in your head. That was like me in the racist fireman bar. The Racist so Fireman Bar? The, the Racist Fireman Bar. When I first moved to a place down on the corner, I was like, does Reese's have a new It's Mason Reese. Box? It's Mason Reese, the child actor, who's still a child, oddly enough. He had a pituitary problem. <laughs> no, I was so excited because, you know, I uh, I was excited in Florida to have a place that I could kind of call my own, my own little oh, sort of cheers. Racist Fireman Bar there in your neighborhood. Yeah, O'Connor O'Connor's. Yeah. yeah. You, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I told you about that the first you time know, I went in you, there. You
2: walked me past there the first time I, I met you, and you were like, oh, that's a, a Racist Fireman Bar. I never go in there.
1: I was so excited i went in there like oh this is cool it's kind of blue collar and i went in there and uh within within the first uh, couple of seconds i heard ah the nigger sitting around all day watching tv ha ta ta tar, tar, tar. <laughs> and i was like well uh check please i uh <laughs> and i'm not saying that like, they did a nigger i'm saying they right. did i mean they really let it peel and that yeah. was just okay and they, they keep were just, they were throwing lucky charms at each other yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, apparently, these folks just watch TV, and they're yep. women, and they keep getting promotions, and they they love their TV. These folks, apparently, yeah,
2: they're forty seven percent of the population. That and so I work. didn't,
1: you know. But it's a funny thing. There's several places in my neighborhood that only in the last couple years have I returned to after what you're describing, which is the initial like whoa experience like there's a place right. you know about money hands you know yeah, yeah, some place. He's,
2: he's amazing he's, he's the best amazing part of your neighbor
1: and you know i've told you this before but one reason i love that guy i, I have an inside man here in the neighborhood who's in the merchants association tells me all the dirt mm. and what's great about that place i don't know if i ever told i think i told you this is that um it's it, it's not just purely amazing that they had cats in the kitchen <laughs> Here's here's the really really cool part about it is they didn't mind that there were cats in the kitchen they weren't they weren't the health, sc- the health people yeah. didn't mind here's the thing no 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 money hands money hands had cats in the kitchen but here's sure. here's where it gets great so you think oh ha ha that's funny they're silly they're mad and trying to shush cats out with a broom or they're insane and let cats hang around no no it's much weirder than that there just happened to be cats persistently in the kitchen and they it just was just a thing huh and so that's a dim sum place we go to all the time
2: that's the best dim sum in the world i had dim sum for breakfast the other day i was and so
1: jealous i saw your photograph it you had, was very, de- you it was very six, delicious you had six xiaomai that i could see right in front of you
2: yeah i when, when she came and she said shumai i was like give me two give me two Keep moving, keep moving. Is it keep one of those places where they away. keep
1: badgering you while you're eating to get oh more? Oh my God, it was the worst. We, we I hate we, that.
2: Not the worst, but I mean, we, we showed up, we were shown to our table. I was putting the baby in her little baby seat. Sticky bun, was, sticky bun. What? There was already a woman there with a Pork cart, bun? like trying to foist... Uh, sugar-covered pork buns on me, and I'm like, hey, lady, I got my coat on still. I haven't even sat down.
1: Oh, no, that is that is hard sales. That is, You know what that well, is? That's
2: a she fucking... looks at me, That's when she looks at me in, uh, like she doesn't speak English. Mm, like, it's a dim, dim, sum, dim
1: sum boiler room is what it is. They're... Come
2: on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears> but throat> anyway, throat> the dim sum guy in your neighborhood yeah. who never washes his hands yeah. and who has now... Uh, now Constantly I learned, touching cat's money. In kitchen. Cats in the kitchen. But somehow San, Fr- out San Francisco <laughs> is fine with this guy and they never shut him down.
1: They well, never I think our entire... I think our entire uh, health inspection thing is a total racket. I'm pretty sure. Two, two places that <clears throat> I – well, one place that I've been to a few times and another place I've been to a lot of times have been shut down in the last couple months for what I will just say are some fairly egregious problems. Yeah 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 well, a place that i like uh when people come to town i always take them to this one Have ever, we were going to that uh, place Tulan, the vietnamese place at, yeah 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 sure. went there with eric i think yeah yeah um they had live and dead roaches they mm. had eggs that had been out for three days um it was just really pretty bad like bad. like all the way down the line i think they had live and dead mice so and that's you know pick one you know what i mean dead ice dead mice and live mice so even the mice are kind of like you know not real picky
2: I'm gonna. While I'm talking to you, I'm i I'm standing up now. Yes, and I'm gonna swat a fly. Yeah, please go ahead with this map of Central America. Let's see if this works.
1: <laughs> Costa Rica. Oh my God! Live
2: and dead flies in here.
1: Live Except and dead. Uh, red light in only, a strange town. Only a dead fly now. No,
2: there are no live flies.
1: I, I I I I realize you're probably not a not a big uh, dead Kennedys fan, but again, trust your mechanic. This is the problem. Trust your mechanic. The guy that you go to, that you go into, and you say, "Hey, like your dad, right? Your dad yeah. needs his car, so your dad, your so dad that he
0: can go to his mechanic.
1: He needed a car so that he could drive to his mechanic every week to find out what needed to be fixed about his car. Is that a fair assessment that is exactly correct okay well god bless your dad but that's kind of typical that typifies the cultural problem that we're talking about here in some ways isn't it Mm -hmm. i think it's kind of learned this learned training by uh by these various societal robots yeah well
2: i I mean i feel like that's a lot of people's relationship to alcohol too i need this alcohol to
1: get over these problems that are being caused by needing alcohol the real ones float oh that's good john that's good huh (laughs) here's my problem um i wish self-checkout worked and in some ways i think self-checkout is the thin end of a surprising wedge like i i think that is a stupid fucking hack on top of something from basically the 19th century which is waiting in line to have somebody ring up your stuff like if you think about it, like if you were going to really try to, if you like, upend that paradigm, it wouldn't be to make a slightly shittier version of a shitty process. Right. It would be to do something smart. Like, well, like I'm a, with you. Well, I mean, like in some ways, let's be honest, it's going to go the way of Amazon. If there's any sense to this, you'll make a giant grocery order and go pick it up somewhere. Right. And or then, a
2: guy in a brown in a brown suit is going to show up at your house with your groceries.
1: Not necessarily. <laughs> but see, like Walmart for years, as 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 goofy and scary as. Walmart is like they're really smart. Like they use RFID. They know where everything is. They know everything about their their supply chain. The way they've been able to do what they do is they have these warehouses all over the place. It's super lean, just in time. Other douche talk. But 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 here's the thing. So how how are you going to improve this? Okay, here's me. Here's me. Okay, this is me at Safeway where huh. I'm just always so angry. I'm so <laughs> fucking angry at Safeway. So here's me and your and your beloved cashiers. This is this is my transaction. Okay, yeah. I've got. Here's what I've got. I've got uh, I got some yogurt. I got some tequila. Uh, I got some lime juice, and i got four ribeyes. Huh? Right.
2: <laughs> okay. Ready? This, this is a daily thing,
1: right? I, you go get
2: four, four, four ribeyes, rib rib some is lime a- juice every day. Yeah,
1: that's one of my favorite Helen Wolf songs. And and so I'm greeted. I'm greeted in this incredibly grim way. They go, "Huh? Oh, How did you find everything you need today?" I said, and I go. You can't really see because I'm barely making a noise. I'm mostly just nodding my head as if to say no. Like I just – I don't even want to respond. Well, why the fuck do you care if I found one? I need? You know why? Because I told you to say that. Yes, I found right. everything I need. Okay. Are uh, you, uh, you enjoying your day? <sighs> yes, thank you. Uh, did you have a loyalty card? Could you uh, type in your, uh, your phone number? Yes, yes, yes. Is it going to be a debit or credit? Cash. <sighs> Would you uh, like to donate a dollar for penis cancer? No. Thank you. I like penis cancer. I would like to see it continue. Did you see that we have M Ms on sale? I did. Thank you. Mmm. Steaks. Yummy. Oh wow! You really, you really have have a real chatter. Yes. Yummy. Mmm. Lime. Are you making pie? No. I'm putting it in the fucking tequila. You piece of shit. Now listen. The, the, I think you're doing this wrong, and I hate to be a one that tells you you're doing something wrong. Did but, you bring your bags? No, but, uh, I didn't bring my bags. I'll put I it in my backpack. Ca- Thank you for saving a tree. Here's your receipt that's 16 feet long with seven coupons. I leave sitting there. Fuck you. I take
2: I take the same approach to cashiers that I do to taxi drivers. Turn I it say, off. I say. Turn it they off. Say, they say, "Hi, welcome to, to Safeway." You know, do you have your customer card? And I say, "Yeah, right here." <laughs> so uh, no, and then I say, and I say, "So where are you from? Uh, where where where'd you grow up?" and they're like huh? Oh, uh, I'm from uh, I'm from around here and I'm like, "Oh, really? Right around here, the neighborhood?" And they're like, "Well, I mean, no." And then you turn the tables on them and then pretty soon you're finding oh, out Oh, you're asking about them.
1: So, and then yeah. the guy behind you who's trying to buy the 8-pack uh, of Imodium is, is kind of tapping his foot a little bit.
2: Well, the guy behind me who's trying to buy a 8-pack of Imodium is like, you know what? I'm not going to shop here today because this is bad customer service. And so and he steals he, an onion. He, he puts his emodium down and in in, he runs in the Us Magazine rack, steals an onion, He's <laughs> out the door. Okay. And, you're, you're, and that's how I do my part. I, you so know, where are you
1: from? from uh, you're from – And me so guess. you, you give it dear. straight back to them. You give as good as you get. You're selling the salesman, right? You're well, watching the watch. Watchmen. oh even better i don't i don't let i don't let a clerk give me his memorized patter are you kidding me the, they have a signed, john i've <laughs> they have a sign back there with three bullets on it about the three things you're supposed to say to every customer as number one as is ask them if they found
2: gives bounty. me memorized patter <sighs> my goal is immediately to break their patter <sighs> and to get them to find to get, you're going to gonna gonna them ask a them a question
1: account. for which there is no tab in the binder
2: when somebody comes to my door and they want to talk to me about Jehovah, mm-hmm. I, I immediately I – don't, I don't let them go three words into a pattern. Your panties smell like grape juice. <laughs> yeah. I get all Rob Delaney on them. I'm like, <laughs> how, how hairy is your bush? <laughs> and, and in yeah. most cases, you know, like we end up – you know, they end up coming in. We end up getting to know each other.
1: I had a friend friend, uh, who was a a DJ at the uh, college radio station. She's great. She's a great musician. She's a really nice person. But uh, I I, I later found out it was a friend of mine who had been terrorizing her, which was pretty much all the time. If she did anything more than back announce what the song was and say what's coming up, my friend would call her on the phone and say, let's talk more rock and hang up the phone every time. (laughs) Let's talk more rock. And she'd she'd be in tears. And I found out it's actually a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine. But I'm wondering if that can be our onion replacement. Is, oh, let's is, talk more rock. Oh, how did you find everything you need? Let's talk more rock. Um, okay. Are you enjoying your day? Let's talk more rock. Did you have – let's talk more rock. Uh, did you want penis – let's talk more rock. Penis can – let's talk more rock. Let's talk let's more, talk more rock. rock. You know what? That should be – that That's should pretty be good. On the it's a long
2: line T-shirt.
1: I mean, we already have a lot of T-shirts. I think it's key, it's certainly a companion piece to keep moving and get out of the way. But what I like about that though is it's like a, it's like Hal Hitler. It's something everybody can understand.
2: Yeah. Right. Well, and let's talk more rock. I just love that your friend is sitting there listening to the radio, poised by the, the phone. It's a
1: Sunday morning acoustic show. It's the let's acoustic. Mu- it's like Sean <laughs> Colvin and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave picks up the phone and poor Jen is there <laughs> and answers the phone. Uh, you know, WFS. Let's talk more rock. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. That's-
1: <laughs> uh, I, I – I, you know what it is though, John? In, in, as awful of, of a person as I am, especially in public, um, I'm not such an awful person in private. And no. you know, you've know, you seen Scott and me try to make the waitress like it. It's, it's hard to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Have you, you seen guys- us? Have you seen us both really go at it though to make the waitress like us? It's – right. I have seen. I it. genuinely want to be liked. My and that's my problem with the onion is that I wish I wish there was an onion that I could throw directly at Pleasanton, California because I don't want to hurt the Safeway cashier person because yeah. that person's just doing a shitty job. I feel yeah. bad having to tell this woman who looks like a manatee, "Let's talk more rock," because she's yeah. just reading off the fucking card. But John, can I just say what happens when we all start reading off the fucking card? What happens? City in um. Lynn. Sudetenland, it's, no. Uh, wow, Sudetenland. Wow, well, Vichy or Vichy's. You, you, you get a, You become a, yeah. a, a. What is it? A skate ratten? It's a Juden yeah. skater? Uh,
2: it's a Juden skater. But but there are there are many 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 of us. And I mean, and I I, I write on to, cars, John. I don't read off them. Boom. I hate to constantly be the voice. Uh, no. In this podcast that sounds like uh, like some kind of crazy tea partier who doesn't understand politics. <laughs> Um, but uh but there are there are many, many of us who are never going to we would reached park. a quiet detente on the tea party and and the thing is, the thing about somebody who 's working in a store and this is the or working in a restaurant or mm-hmm. working anywhere and, and this is the thing about you uh waitress appeasers that I keep trying to get through your heads <laughs> is that <laughs> dignity the dignity they 're working a five hour shift they are not on salary, so there it 's a five hour shift whether you send them back to Uh, check to see if there's blackberry pie or not Mm -hmm. it's the same five-hour shift whether or not you put your imodium ad down in front of the us magazines and walk out of the store and somebody has to take
1: it back like it's it's the same five-hour shift it's Uh, it's it's a fixed pie so the thing is they're going to pay people to be at the store whether that's uh counting onions removing imodium from us magazines or uh, collecting the money for penis cancer that's all going to be comes out of the same big rotten pot
2: yeah, and and the and the mentality that waitress appeasers uh, uh, bring into the world is that this cashier or this waitress has something very important to do, or that her time is somehow so valuable that you can't you you don't want to bother her to ask her to go back and check again to make sure that they don't. You're have slicing a my
1: slice. onion. You're slicing my onion a little bit because yeah. I am not doing the liberal. Ooh, your job is really hard. No, thank you. I'm not doing that. I just want her to like me. Yeah, I know you want her you to like that's, me. You know, that's, that's but, a little different. But, it's a but little part different. of that
2: is you don't want to you don't want to send her on a wild goose chase. But the thing is, five hour shift, she's there anyway, and then shift. you send her on a wild goose chase. Maybe she gets goes back there and has a menthol cigarette before she comes back mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, like, I could be giving not, her
1: it's an opportunity cigarette. It's an opportunity cigarette. Hmm, and okay. so when
2: I walk around grocery stores and I decide, hey, you know what, the line is too long, I'm going to put this carton of milk down right here in in front of their like point of purchase display. Offering me the opportunity to to buy a super large candy bar, and I'm just going to walk out of this store. Ugh. Yeah, some kid has to come along and put that thing back, but that kid's going to be—he's just—he's just. Do you think walking he's going to feel stall. if it's still cold? No, that thing goes right back in. That.
1: It doesn't matter. That, Why do we it, go that, to grocery stores, it could be, John? It
2: could be covered with mo- with moss, and he would put it back in the.
1: No, no, nobody's. Thinking. i'm not sure if i shared no. this photo with you but the, where i really get the suggestive sell is at walgreens and I, I have a photo that i that i shared on my internet site which was uh, a picture of a big rack of m&ms that i had been pointed to because mm. uh, his name's fan fan is one of my checkout guys mm. and not to be confused with pio p is the guy i trade x-men comics with this is this is fan and i think he's, he's a man fan is part of the management
2: fan with, an F, uh, fan with
1: a ph he was jason for a while but now i think he's gone back to like fan melon camp I think his given name is his uh, Cougar name. It's Van Mellencamp. Van Mellencamp. And huh. he says, see we have M&M's on sale? And I said, yes, I did. But as you can see here, I am buying a quart of chocolate fudge brownie ice cream. So <laughs> I think I'm good. But best of all, my hand to God, I'll show you this photo. This might be the show art. It is literally, <laughs> it is it is a, a sign uh, can right next to the M&M's in the Snickers bar where you can donate for diabetes research. Oh, wow. It's no penis cancer, but it's something. Oh, this is an example of a of a of a
2: thing. I'm still mad at my iPhone about this. This happened nine <laughs> months ago, but I was at the grocery store late late at night, and I'm looking for I'm looking for a ribeye or or some emodium or Tequila, whatever it is. Tequila lime late, late at night, and I and and <clears throat> so there used to be a grocery store down in this neighborhood where I live because uh, there used to be a grocery store that had a very big kosher section because in addition to all the uh, South Pacific Islanders, there is a large uh, contingent of Orthodox Jews who live nearby in an enclave that is surrounded by a
1: wire. Simone's love a nosh.
2: but so there was there was this, there was this section of the, uh, of the that was all kosher, and then the grocery store that had the kosher section <laughs> decided that that was not a good use of square footage or something, or they closed or I don't remember what happened but but so there was all of a sudden now a, a diaspora of kosher foods. virtual exodus every little grocery store (laughs) an exodus of kosher food in the neighborhood had to start stocking some (laughs) glot uh ground beef in order to accommodate this community of people who Hmm. who cannot eat food uh that the rest of us eat like they're they're like a they're vegans except it it was written in a book a long time ago Mm -hmm. and
1: so i'm nobody and nobody did the magic trick over them
2: no no one did there's no magic trick happened so I'm, I'm standing, I'm looking at the meat counter and I look over at the kosher food uh, display. There, there's like a free uh, a, a refrigerator that has all the sort of the beef that's been bled in the correct way and, that the, uh, and all this uh, kosher food. And right <laughs> in front of it, there's a cardboard, one of those like six foot tall cardboard s- stands that, <laughs> says, <be> poor, <laughs> that says, you know, special this week. <laughs> pork loin wrapped in bacon with pork sauce and a uh, and a pork garnish and it's like it's almost leaning against that.
1: oh no it's really truly adjacent it's, it's right there it,
2: it is in front of as oh. though you're, you're they're shopping for your for your kosher beef
1: how do you miss that that's got to be an obvious that's got to be a deliberate fuck you
2: I don't think, I think it was just, I think it's just one of those things.
1: John, it's why is there, those, why is there no, as, as, uh, as, uh, as uh, what's his name, Adam Smith, Adam, uh, Adam Lissigore, why is there no I'm guiding Smith. hand? Why is yeah. there no invisible Adam? No, th- no one, sure? one in this place,
2: no one in this grocery store, there's one guy in this grocery store, and he's probably the assistant manager, mm. who has ever put any thought into, like, religion or culture at all. But, you know? but, but like, the, the big picture, they got no big picture. They got no big picture. So I'm looking at this thing, and I'm like, this is the greatest synergistic moment. This is, if I was going to be on Instagram, this would be my Instagram moment, and I get my iPhone out to take a picture, and the iPhone shits the bed, (laughs) and I'm like...
1: Your finger is in the wrong area,
2: <laughs> and I'm like, "You fucking thing, you goddamn oh, no. thing!" That I have now, I have invested myself emotionally. Oh, this is your shitty iPhone. My... This is the
1: same shitty iPhone you've got. This is the little shitty iPhone. The it doesn't. IPhone,
2: it doesn't work. At one point, it was a great iPhone, and then I oh, it's changed, shitty. It's... Then I changed the software one time. Yeah, I upgraded my software, and then it became a crap iPhone. And yeah. then I upgraded it again, and it became a shitty. No, your sh- iPhone is super shitty. So and it's a it's a three GS. It should be it should be just as good as you know. It's, there's yeah. nothing wrong with it except that Apple has plannedly
1: obsolescenced <laughs> d- it. And it is. Now- but that's like saying you've got a good pack mule. It doesn't really account for how much stuff you're going to put onto the donkey.
2: This this I you this used I- to
1: have a good donkey, but now there's too much shit on your donkey. You know, what it should, you know what I should use it for? I should hmm. use it to
2: level my refrigerator. I should stick it under one corner of the fridge to keep it safe. <laughs> once, it, once it comes up. But so I'm standing here, and this is a situation where... Oh, John, that's it, brutal. Ten years ago, before there existed phones with cameras, I would have stood at this, at this uh, moment, this kosher display with the pork sign in front of it. I would have
1: stood there. I would have appreciated
2: it. I would have gone, man, Wow. Because
1: that's all there was to do at that time of night was to sit there and enjoy that ephemeral moment. That's right. And then I would have, is that what you're saying?
2: Well, or that was, that was all that was available to me. I would have gone, Mm -hmm. look at that. And maybe, you know what I would have done? Maybe I would have walked over to the front and this is, uh, this is actually true. I would have walked over to the assistant manager. and I would have said, Hey, um, did you notice that you've got a pork advertisement in front of the kosher foods display? Like maybe you should think about that again. Like I would have had, something would have happened where I would have, I would have gone and talked to somebody about it. Or maybe I would have just grabbed the sign and moved it somewhere else on hmm. my own. I would have taken that responsibility. But now, my first impulse is to take a fucking picture of it and put it on the internet. And you were thwarted. And, and I have been trained by the machines <sighs> oh, God. to yes, say, yes. this is my reply to this. The machines have trained me to say, ha ha. Tweet and then the fucking machine doesn't
1: work. You've become a machine for turning turning serendipity into anger. They've trained you. They've trained you to change the way you've retooled your factory. And then then it's like then I'm like a duck
2: that got caught in in a six-pack container (laughs) of uh you know, in some kind of six-pack plastic, and I'm out in the water and I can't I can't get my wing to work. And I'm like, what the what the fuck happened to me? I I, I, I don't want to put this on the internet and make a joke out of it. I don't want to. I, I don't. I, I, don't I, I don't. You know. And the thing is, the first thought that is supposed to come into my mind is, boy, I need to go down and get a new phone. I need to go spend five hundred dollars to get a new phone so that I don't miss these opportunities.
1: I just, I just can't believe that this failure of technology. It's not. I can't. It's not that I can't believe that. It's just fascinating to me that this failure of technology is what's what's caused your your Hebraic uh, direct action to be to be thwarted too. Because in, in another time, five years ago, with a feature phone, you would have jumped right in there, right? Yeah. You would have gotten all fucking Menachem Begin on that shit and moved it out of there. I would have gotten it out of there, and I would have gone and talked to the manager,
2: and I would have given them a brief lecture <laughs> on, on Judaism <laughs> and on cultural sensitivity, and then I would have got I would have gotten my my rib steaks and my my New York super fudge chunk, and I would have gotten in my car. I would have said I did a, I did my my work for today. But instead, I'm standing there with this impotent phone, wondering a, if you
1: should steal an oh, onion.
2: With some plastic wrapped around my, my neck, so I can't <laughs> use my wing, and I'm thinking I need a more expensive phone, I, so I don't miss these incredible oh, opportunities. John, Chitter. even you,
0: even
1: you, even you are susceptible to this training. It's astounding. It happens. It happens
2: on a daily basis, and none of us are conscious of how much we have been trained by a by a stupid world to just be like new to be to to. To be complicit
0: mm-hmm.
2: rather than to rather than to ever use our own brains.
1: Is there anything that – just blue sky. Is there anything that could happen in that bodega that you could have some influence over? I'm not saying you have to go and buy it outright. Is there anything that could happen? Let it begin with you. Is there anything <laughs> in your NIMBY that you could do to make that bodega a place where you untrain people from this well, kind could, of cultural influence? Could you do something in there that made it a more, more muscular cultural uh, interface? If you want to talk, if you want to talk about it in terms of like
2: what the what the capitalists, what the GOP capitalists would say, is I should go in there every day and say, "Do you have any half and half?" Until the guy finally gets half and half or shoots you. Well, he's not going to shoot me. He's or he might shoot me with his with his virtual uh, video game. His phone gun. works fine. Yeah, his <laughs> phone because you know what he got some he got some kind of Android phone and it works fine. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. But no, I should I. It, the 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 capitalist model is that when enough people want half and half, they'll get half and half. Mm-hmm. But it's been five years, and as far as I know, they don't have half and half. As far as I know, nothing has changed. Um, so do I... I mean, is it enough? Does it matter enough to me that I get half and half two blocks away instead of 15 blocks away? Mm. Eh, not enough.
1: Yeah, but, you know, the, I think sometimes... Sometimes a uh, a bodega is is more than just a bodega, because in this case you are in the you are in literally it's a harbinger. It's a harbinger in the of the in the nexus of cultural diversity. Mm -hmm. It seems to me that you are at a a potentially a retail inflection point for making for affecting a lot of change. Well, in this in this particular neighborhood,
2: I am the diversity. I am the only (laughs) one who wants half and half at this grocery store. Apparently, where's my parade? (laughs)
1: it's hard it's so hard to be white